0: You're listening to Dear Bestie, the positive and practical show about friendship. Because let's face it, people come and go, but besties are for life. Here are your hosts, Julia Wurst and Melanie Moss. Hello, hello. Welcome to Hi. our show. Hi, Melanie. Hello, friend. How's it going? Um, it's going good now that I'm talking to you. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm so excited.
0: I know. We have a really fun, exciting topic today.
1: Yeah, we definitely do.
0: We um we are talking about personality types and friendship and the enneagram. The but be- enneagram. Yes. But before we got in- get into that, I wanted to talk about something that we're both grateful for that really ties into our personality types actually.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um okay, Jules. You go first. What
0: are you grateful for? Okay. So when we were talking about this, I said, I'm actually really grateful for my water aerobics class. <laughs> you guys, it's been so fun. So I hadn't done water aerobics mm, in probably a decade. Five
1: 85 years old?
0: Yeah. For a really long time. And um, I was just wanting to find another way to exercise that was fun and just engaging and... There's a class at the community pool up by my house, and I've been going, and it's been great.
1: I, okay, I love it. I I love it, and I also have questions. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like of all of the activities that you could have done, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you could have taken up golf or, like, cross, I don't know, crossfit. Crossfit. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say cross-stitch. Like, how did you settle on, like, water aerobics?
0: Okay, so here's why. I was having some pain in my knee, and I thought, well, I don't want to do anything too, you know, hard on myself, but I want to have fun. I want to do cardio, and the weather's always nice here on Maui. So uh, my neighbor said, hey, there's a water aerobics class. We should look into that. And... We just decided the timing was good too. You know where I could go in the morning. I didn't have to get childcare, so just kind of everything worked out um, serendipitously. And now I'm going twice a week.
1: Okay, let me ask you another question. Okay, how old is your neighbor?
0: She is about fifteen years older than me.
1: Okay, so I, <laughs> I just I'm just I'm. I'm imagining you as like the youngest okay. person in Okay, these ladies
0: are it doesn't matter. They are in there giving it their all. I mean, yes. they are moving it like I mean, I I really was like, yes. "Oh, okay, I'm going to have to take this seriously." So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I so, yeah. I it, love that you
1: I love you are always willing to do something outside the box. I love this about you.
0: Well, it it was super fun. So, tell me what you're grateful item is today
1: okay it's probably not as cool as water aerobics but (laughs) but i am i have gotten really into yoga yes Um, yes i'm not lest you think that i'm super flexible i'm not
0: i've Um, seen your poses on facebook uh, let's be real
1: you don't know how many times i fell down before (laughs) before i mastered those things so um I'm loving it, and my daughter has been coming to yoga with me. It's been that's awesome. It's been flat. It's been so cool.
0: I love that sharing exercise with your family is great. And one of the things this ties into is our personality types. Um, yes, because for me, I find that I get really out in in my head, and I yeah. need to get more into my body. And I don't know if that makes sense to our listeners, but I can just, if I'm not moving enough, then I, I get worried or anxious or I'm just like, oh, you know, what's happening. Yeah. And so this is, it's been really good. <laughs> what's what is happening? It's been really good yeah. for me.
1: Yes. You know, it's funny because you and I have different personality types, which we will explore mm-hmm. um, in this episode, but for the same reasons, um, yoga is really good for me. And I, I, you know I find that um the more sedentary I am the more my brain goes well if you're not going to exercise I am (laughs) (laughs) it just Uh, gets on the hamster wheel and I start worrying and you know so yoga has been a great way for me to set aside an hour and let my body take the lead and Mm -hmm. it's building strength um it's mindfulness it's it's just been wonderful so um yeah so yeah when I have
0: building biceps and you know having fun so
1: absolutely that's right I can't say I'm really I mean like I don't I see absolutely no change in my (laughs) bicep strength but in inside I'm a much stronger person than I
0: was (laughs) agreed totally agree so we wanted to talk about personality types a little bit and friendships and one of the ones there are so many tests out there, you guys. It's mind boggling. Um I've done the Myers Briggs, I've done strengths test, I've you yes. know read uh,
1: the disc. Have the, you done the disc?
0: Probably. Um <laughs> yeah. but the latest fad, and I don't know if I want to call it a fad, but it's kind of popular right now. And yes. is the Enneagram. Yes, that's right. Yes. And the reason uh- I like it is I feel like it just embodies it's less boxy. You know what I mean? It's not putting you in a box.
1: Absolutely. You know how I hate boxes, Julia. Yeah, I and uh it's like my biggest them. Yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve is like when you're minding your own business and someone puts you in a box and you're like, I didn't ask for that. Um
0: <laughs> yeah, let me so, out of here.
1: Get like, please release me. So, here's the thing. Um if you haven't heard of the Enneagram because you are living under a rock or something or
0: in a box mm-hmm.
1: or in a box If you're living in a box <laughs> we're going to break it down for you real quick so the enneagram is like probably i don't know a thousand years old or something i i don't know exactly but it was first created by franciscan monks to help understand um how their deity how god created people mm-hmm. um but it's practical and applicable for anyone no matter what so don't let faith
0: Yeah, it's really Um, not. It could be for anyone of any. Yeah, not religious. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. So it's made a resurgence in popularity. Um, It is not your average BuzzFeed quiz, though. It is different from other tests because it explains the messages people believe that drive their behavior. Like, um, you know, uh, how how would you give an example
0: of that, Jewel? Well, it's your intention. So you could have two people who do the same actions, right? You could have somebody who gives somebody $100. You could have two people who do that. One person might be really doing it out of the kindness and generosity of their heart. And the other person may be doing it to make themselves look good. It's the same action, but it's it's about the internal um, reasons for why we do the things we do.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, those two people can give me a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> can I please have a hundred
0: dollars? Totally
1: fine with that. Uh, please DM us with okay, but yeah, I, uh, anyway. Your um,
0: but yeah. Your intentions don't matter to me. No, just kidding.
1: Absolutely. I do not care about your intentions. Just give me a hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, so there are nine types of personalities, according to the Enneagram, and each type can have a wing number, like a backup number. Mm-hmm. So, there are lots of combinations, which I think makes the Enneagram much more robust than any other personality type out there. I agree. Type. I agree.
0: I agree. Because it really breaks it down by how healthy you are and so what you're, what you're doing. So you can read through a description and kind of go, okay, that seems like me. And then you could read through the healthy, kind of mediocre, unhealthy and go, oh, I see where I have things I, can, I need to work on.
1: Yes. So there are, like you said, there are um, another thing about the enneagram that's really unique is the integration or the way that you grow, Mm -hmm. and then the disintegration, the way that you, I don't know, fall apart, fall apart, (laughs) stress into a pile of crumbs. (laughs) Yes. Right. Right. So why do you think that the enneagram? So there's a reason that we are starting off our radio show with talking about the Enneagram. How do you think that the Enneagram helps us in friendship?
0: So I thought about this and I, you know, the basic, basic reason for me is if I know myself, I can understand my actions and what I'm doing. I think I have way more compassion for that and then I can then have compassion for other people. It's really about self-compassion and then giving that compassion away because I think we're probably the hardest on ourselves more than anybody else and if we can have grace and and that compassion for ourselves then we can give it to other people in our lives and so it's really about knowing ourselves loving ourselves and then knowing and loving other people
1: yeah I I think you just said that so beautifully well you know I love that
0: occasionally
1: Um, (laughs) you you're very uh Very profound. Uh, Yeah, I would agree with you. I think my life and friendships really started to change when I learned about the Enneagram because up until then, I was unwittingly assuming that everyone thought like me and behaved like me. When my husband, for example, would do something like, you know, leave his dirty, dishes on the coffee table. I would think to myself, well, the only reason on (laughs) earth I would do such a thing is if I were being a spiteful, (laughs) spiteful. So I would take it really personally. And when I learned my husband's Enneagram type and started exploring it, I realized, no, that's just the way that he communicates stress or, Mm. or maybe he was, you know, pre My husband is a very distractible personality type and, um, you know, I didn't need to take it so personally anymore after I learned about the Enneagram. And it really started enhancing all of my
0: relationships. Yeah, I would say that that's true for me, too. Although my husband is a lot more skeptical of things listen. like these. <laughs> I- <laughs> yes, if you're yes. listening. No, <laughs> I thought
1: you were I was trying to trying to warn you. Don't <laughs> he listening. He's the best Enneagram type, isn't he? He's the very best. He
0: is the very best. Yeah. So how did you come to it? Or do you want me to tell my story?
1: Well, I'm curious to hear your story because we actually I don't know how you came to the Enneagram. And but I think we came to it at roughly the same time. Mm -hmm. I kind of remember us talking about it. Um, I think it came up in both of our minds at the same time. But I don't know exactly how you were introduced to it. And I want to hear about that. Yeah.
0: So my sister was into it. And she is a two, which is the helper personality. So it makes Mm -hmm. sense that she would want to help me figure out what my number was. And (laughs) we were, she's telling me about the different um, types. And I'm driving around in the car just running errands. And I said, why don't you just read them to me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just yeah. read all nine types to me and she literally did. Sister, you're the best. Um oh. yeah, and when she she started at the top with the number 1 and you guys, I am a 9, she read all of them. <laughs> and I, all every time she read one, I just was like, "No." No, that's yeah. not it. Nope, that's not it either. I mean, I was getting to the point where I'm like, I don't think I'm any of these. I right. have no By personality. Five, you were
1: like, no way. This yeah, is not for
0: me. I know. I was like, I just, I don't have a personality, people. So yeah. <laughs> um, no, but when she got to nine, uh, which is typically called the peacemaker um mm-hmm. this this type is the easygoing self-effacing type receptive reassuring agreeable and complacent Ugh. oh yeah so do you
1: do you feel like you're complacent
0: well i think that it, yeah probably at times you know <laughs> i'm not, we're not going to lie about that um okay you see me at home when i have nothing to do it's like what am i going to do well yeah i but, um, the other way somebody else described it was, I value serenity. It's it's really all about inner peace as opposed yeah. to what's going on around me. So a, yeah. at a healthy, like a healthy nine um, is more can, you know, we wanna, we won't worry so much about what other people are thinking about us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. That sounds
1: ideal. I would love some of that in my life.
0: I know. Wouldn't we all?
1: <laughs> yes. We all want to be the nine on the Enneagram, guys.
0: <laughs> no. No, we don't all want to be. The nine. <laughs> yeah.
1: So let me ask you a question about your type, if that's, if I can. Yes, intersect. please. Okay. So now that you know this about yourself, um, how do you see, how, how does that impact? How you are a friend to other people and how you need other people to
0: befriend you? It's a good question. So, I would say, looking back, looking back on my life, um, I always had very outgoing best friends, just like that one best friend who. You don't say. Yeah. (laughs) We'll get into that about you too. But um, all of them have, have been very like come on let's go do this thing it's gonna be really fun and I'm like yeah let's go do it and yeah it's because I because of that peacemaker inside of me because of that it's like I want to have fun I do have um an outgoing personality um a little bit shy at times but definitely not introverted so right um so I have all those things but it's If somebody else has a stronger will than me, then I was like, yeah, let's go do that thing. That sounds great. You know, Um, right. So making plans with friends, I would just defer to what they would want to do as opposed to really trying to figure out what is it that I want to do. It wasn't that I was not doing what I wanted to do. I just didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes a little- me a really good person for an energetic, fun-loving type who wants, like, a sidekick, you know? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I definitely see that. And that lines up with our friendship very well, don't you think? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, okay. So you to me to tell, Yeah, them? you tell me yours. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um... I came to know about the Enneagram through a friend of mine who is also a two, which I find fascinating. Mm. Um, I think twos, the helping type, they want everyone to know about the Enneagram because it will
0: help them so much. Exactly. Twos are really amazing people. Mm -hmm. Yes,
1: they are. And they are like the influencers sharing about the Enneagram. Um, Yes. So my friend, who is a two, she introduced me to the Enneagram and was like, this is going to change your life. You have to look into this. So um, I took the test and I scored as a. Do you want to do a drum roll? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope you're. I hope you're not. You're. I hope you're wearing pants. I can't do that on a skin. <laughs> um, I can't see you. Um, I'm a seven on the Enneagram. So, um, the seven is called the enthusiast. So that makes sense. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're we became you know instantaneous friends because I'm definitely. Highly enthusiastic, very agreeable, personable, outgoing. Did I say outgoing already?
0: Yeah. I mean, this okay. This says busy, fun-loving, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and a little scattered. Oh, yes. That
1: makes perfect sense. Yes, I am definitely all of those things. And at my worst, um, I think you would agree. I can be pretty scattered. I can be pretty hard to pin down. Um follow through is not my strong suit. So thank God you are as organized as you are or this would never have happened. <laughs> and um and yeah, in my life I've always had very close friends who are more of the like they take the back seat and mm-hmm. they they are sort of the brake system on my if I'm some sort of car and I know nothing about cars except
0: they have brakes. Mhm. They have an, an engine. <laughs> Right, they have a gas and a and a break. That's what you know, and you're that's exactly you got the lead foot on the gas.
1: You're absolutely right. So Mm -hmm. yeah, so that's that's how I came to an awareness of the enneagram.
0: Well, and I didn't say my the basic fears and desires of the nine, but your basic fear, would you say, it's as being deprived and in pain?
1: Ooh, yes! Holy smokes! Yeah. And that doesn't mean, phys- I mean, physical pain is an aspect, which is why I like yoga so much because yeah. it's teaching me to cope with and to tolerate pain
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, in a in a contained setting. But emotional pain, mental pain. Yeah, um, that's a big one. And you've definitely seen that in our friendship. Um, you've seen me try to grow through, normally in a friendship situation, if somebody caused me pain, I would be like, see you later. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't do this, but I think I'm learning how to sit with people in their grief or in their Mm -hmm. pain or when they have hurt me.
0: Yeah. To know that you'll be okay with it and to not run from it.
1: That it's not going to topple me over. Yeah. Um, And I'm resilient. I can handle, Mm -hmm. I'm growing in resiliency. Yes. Um, So a nine, tell me, what is the nine core fear? I forget.
0: The nine core fear is loss or separation. And that would be a relate like feeling that loss or separation between people. So yeah. um, someone being, oh, no, I think I might have offended that person. I think I might have like said something that they didn't like that, yeah. you know, because the core desire of a nine is inner stability and peace of mind. Like, right. The whole like. My brain is always striving for peace of mind. (laughs) Yes. Right. Yeah. So because a nine will just see, I will just see everybody's point of view. You could have 10 people in the room, 10 different perspectives, and I will be like, yeah, I hear you. That makes sense. (laughs) Like, even if they all contradict each other, I will understand all of them. (laughs) You do. That is true. That is absolutely true. Which makes it a little bit difficult to actually come to some conclusions of my own, which is something that I worked, I really work hard on.
1: I've seen that in you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, So would it be fair to say, from what I know about you, that in friendship, one way that friendship would not work for you would be because I think sometimes you run the risk of getting railroaded by people with big personalities, totally. not, which is not to say that you don't have a big personality. You've got the hugest, <laughs> the biggest personality. Your personality can barely fit in the box. Oh,
0: my gosh. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so but like if I were to come in and be like, listen, you know, if, if I didn't ask for your wants and and inquire about your needs enough and I was always driving the car. Mm-hmm. Would you start to feel like, you know, would you start to feel un-
0: undervalued? Yeah. And I think that's something I've had to figure out for myself is that it's not other people's responsibility to make me comfortable. I have some ownership in that. So yes. if if somebody comes in and, you know... I really have to like think about those feelings like oh this feels really like oh I don't I'm not feeling at peace with what is happening right here I really have to force myself to say something to to kind of regroup and go okay what's happening right now like why are we not connecting why is there seem to be a disconnect in what we're trying to accomplish or whatever so that's where my growth has had to come in is speaking up because a nine I will just wait for somebody to be like and Julia what do you think about that and (laughs) and that doesn't always happen I mean let's be real (laughs) right
1: so then how do you handle it if you let's say you have a friend who's really taking advantage of you um which is you know I mean I've done that accidentally
0: Um, I probably ghost them in an unhealthy (laughs) state (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so abandonment we're Aban-
0: talking about abandonment basically i'll be okay. like i'm gonna moonwalk myself out of this situation <laughs> because i don't know what to do
1: <laughs> yes yes amen and so in that way you and i both have very similar ways of coping with yeah
0: and now Ooh. in a healthier way when i've really <laughs> <laughs> think about it and if that yeah. per that person is valuable to me, then I will, you know, go to them and and have a conversation about it. But um, sometimes it's in a roundabout way. It's not always super direct because I'm trying to figure out like, because sometimes, you know, when you think about someone else's Mm -hmm. actions or words or things, I don't, like you said, you, you put so many assumptions on those things and, and they're, they're doing things for their own reasons that may have nothing to do with me yeah yeah agreed and so I like-, like if I can figure that out then I go okay I yeah. can then be at peace with that and we can I mend it in my mind and because there might not even be a break for them it's really what's going on in my mind and my heart you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. does that yeah. even make sense <laughs> <laughs> no
1: it made no sense well, what you said reminded me of something that I'm learning in one of my counseling classes about how um, differentiation is so important in relationships, that mm-hmm. idea that you are not just like me, you are. Right. And that sounds so simple, but how many of us really live like that's true? I mean, don't we start to think that our spouse can read our mind or that your best friend should just know yeah. how you're feeling?
0: Definitely. Yeah, um, I, we do start to think that because we think we're all the same. But our actions, again, our actions might be similar, but our motivations are not.
1: Yes, right. So I think at the very least, the Enneagram is an important tool for your friendships because they remind you of just how different we all are. Mm-hmm. So just take a moment to step back and go, I don't you know, I, I may have known this person for 30 years, mm-hmm. but I... I'm not inside their head. I have no idea. I mean, maybe I have a good guess, but I have no idea what you're actually thinking and feeling. So a check-in is important.
0: Yeah, a check-in is important. And I I had a friend take the test, and she came back and said she was a 9, too. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: All right. If you
0: are having similar fears and desires as me, then that's... I don't know. Part of me was like, how do I deal with someone just like me? <laughs> <laughs> right. How
1: do I deal? Yeah. You know, it's it's funny you say that because um, I have a couple of friends who are also sevens and I'm like, I, I, I It can be wanna- hard, huh? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It can I, be hard. Yes. I
1: don't want to use the Enneagram as a tool to exclude anybody or to prejudge anybody. But Sevens are really hard to be friends with because I want to be the only
0: seven in the room. <laughs> well, life of the party. That's what a seven is. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I'm the only seven on this radio show, which I love.
0: <laughs> yeah, you totally are. OK, yep. so we're going to break in just a second. And when we come back, we are I really want to just kind of go through all of the fears and desires of each type and maybe help people while they're listening to to maybe zone in on one because you'll have to read through the entire description to know what number you are. I mean yeah it's a really yes. it's a self-identifying system no yeah because the test could be wrong you know we we idealize ourselves and our actions all the time. Absolutely. So you have to get real honest. That's right I idealize you. Oh <laughs> Well, I would say if I could change my number, I'd want to be a seven because sevens are just, I mean, they don't think about, they, they're they like living in the now, you know, wanting yep. to have fun, and I think too much. Okay. All right. When we, we'll come <laughs> right back. All right. Get a jump on protecting Maui's coral reefs. No need to wait
1: for Hawaii's new sunscreen law to go into effect. This is Archie Kalepa asking you to make the switch today to sunscreens that do not contain reef harming oxybenzone or octinoxate. Find out about better choices at MauiReefs.org sunscreen.
0: Sponsored with Aloha by Maui Nui Marine Resource Council, Maui Visitors Bureau, and the County of Maui Office of Economic Development.
1: Funding for KAKU 88.5 FM is provided by sponsors like Valley Isle Marine Center with sales and services on boats, parts, and more in the Maui boating community. Located at 1976 Wells Street at the corner of Wells and Market in Wailuku, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, call 808 244 2000. Or visit their website at
0: www.valleyislemarinecenter.com. Mahalo for supporting KAKU Voice of Maui. The 50s, the 60s, the
1: 70s. Hi, this is Steve Summers welcoming you aboard the Oldies Oldies Time Time Machine right here on KAKU. Enjoy special features like the diner tune, the Motown memory, the doo-wopper, and the Elvis moment. Come on! Spend an hour inside the Oldies Time Machine Sunday mornings at 1 and 10 a.m. right
0: here on The Voice of Maui, KAKU. Want to host your own radio talk show? You can. Once every month, KAKU
1: 88.5 FM offers an introduction to radio class at Akaku Plaza at 333 Dairy Road in Kahului. This introduction to radio will get your feet wet and show you what you need to do to get started. Interested? Call us at 871-5554 for more information and registration.
0: And we're back. Okay. Hello. Hello. So I just also wanted to say that we are by no means Enneagram experts. Um, There are so many people out there that are, they have whole podcasts that only talk about the Enneagram. So if this is interesting to you, please find one and we'll have recommendations at the end. Um, Yeah. So the first number is the reformer. That's number one. They are mm-hmm. rational, idealistic, principled, purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionistic. So their basic oh. fear, and i found found this interesting, was being corrupt or evil or defective. Ew. I know. And their this desire. Like the, what? This is like the Batman of the Enneagram. <laughs> <laughs> their basic desire is to be good, to have integrity, and to be balanced. Yes. That's their desire. Um yes. A, a healthy one will move into a seven and be spontaneous and joyful. An unhealthy one will be moody and irrational. So
1: I have a very hard time believing that that Bruce Wayne would ever like cut loose and become the Joker. You know? <laughs> or I, don't know. I don't know. I think that fell apart there. Uh,
0: but yeah. Yeah. So. OK. And then we talked about what. What? sorry.
1: Oh, no, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it's very hard for me to imagine someone so noble as the one ever, you know, like getting up to any sort of shenanigans.
0: (sighs) Right. And but again, we're talking about their inner feelings, you know, like the inner motivations for why they do things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they want to have integrity and be balanced in all that they do and do things with excellence. And I definitely have a one wing. So... Oh can, you do. yeah, I can kind of I can kind of see that. That's why I think I was able to be like an administrative assistant and mm. you know like hone in on those things. but anyways, okay, okay. Number two is the helper, caring, interpersonal type, demonstrative, generous, people pleasing. Um, yeah. Their basic fear is being unwanted, unworthy of being loved and their desire is to feel love.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well,
0: I was just going to say they if you have those people in your life that are just always wanting to help you bring you things, help you pick up your kids, they're most likely a two. And the biggest thing that twos want is just a little bit of that in return.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you have a two in your life, you are blessed and bless them back for sure. Yes. Amen. All right. Do the it. three is the achiever. I have mm-hmm. some threes in my life and their basic fear is being worthless and their mm-hmm. desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. So mm-hmm. they want to be like doing stuff and making a difference. Yeah. Weirdos. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. They're awesome. I have some <laughs> in my life too and they really are wonderful.
0: Most, um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are threes they're success oriented pragmatic adaptive they excel they're driven and a little bit image conscious so you know yeah
1: yeah i can see that i think threes have a desire to do good in the world
0: definitely definitely uh number four is the individualist the sensitive withdrawn type expressive dramatic self-absorbed and a little temperamental their basic fear is no identity or personal significance just that feeling of not having an identity or personal significance again the fears and the desires are all internal um right but their desire is to find themselves and to have significance
1: yeah you know i read that a famous four would be vincent van gogh Mm. and and there's that movie that came out about vincent van gogh and it looks i mean i i saw it and i thought Yeah, that man wasn't any gram type four. Aren't they even sometimes called like artists or
0: something? Yeah, the artist. Mm, A lot of artists will be fours. Okay, maybe maybe even musicians. I don't know. They tend to be a little bit more artsy. Um, the number five is the investigator. Intense, Mm -hmm. cerebral, perceptive, innovative, secretive, isolated. Um, Their biggest fear is feeling useless, helpless, or incapable. Yes, because they have a that's desire to be capable and competent. So, yes, you know, yes,
1: that's my husband. He's a five.
0: Oh, why did yeah. I think he was a four?
1: Well, because I think for a minute he thought he was a four, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You're no Vincent Van Gogh." <laughs> 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 oh. And he was
0: like, "You're right." (laughs)
1: Yeah, right. I cut him down to size real fast. What is your
0: husband? Do you think? Okay, so okay, again, we do not know for sure. He took one test because I forced him to. So (laughs) I we think he's a three, the achiever, a
1: three. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah.
0: So, you know, he is the busy, a busy beast. So he's just, he you know, doing he all is. sorts of things. So we love him. Yes, um, we do. OK, the six is the loyalist,
1: committed,
0: mm. security oriented, engaging, responsible, anxious or suspicious. Mm-hmm. Their fear is being without support or guidance. Again, these are internal fears of like the world and why you would, why you're doing things and because their desire is to have security and support.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've got a couple close sixes in my life and they're, they're, um, complicated people Mm -hmm. and they are wonderful people to have in your life because they will have your back.
0: Yes. The loyalty is fierce. Absolutely right. I love that. Mm hmm. Okay, then we talked about you the 7 which is the enthusiast, the <laughs> enthusiast. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I just said that really bad. I yeah, my apologies. Um <laughs> okay, so fear of, you know, being deprived or in pain, you the desire to be satisfied and content, to have your needs fulfilled. Um
1: uh-huh.
0: yeah. Okay, and then the number 8 is the challenger.
1: Yes. This That's is the what? That's my wing.
0: Oh, OK. Totally can see that. This is the powerful, dominating type, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Yeah, So definitely. Basic fear is to be harmed or controlled by others. And their yes. desire is to protect themselves, to control their own life and destiny.
1: Yes. Um, and I think that's we. you and I talked about how that wing could be interesting in our relationship.
0: Yeah, because we both, since I'm a 9 and you're a 7, the 8 is right in the middle. So we both could move into that sphere, if you will.
1: Yes. Now, I don't know about you, but I have a an aversion to any kind of conflict with someone I love. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. But if I don't know you, <laughs> I will definitely pick a bar fight with you. <laughs> and maybe, like, throw a shoe at you. I don't know. Or...
0: I have I, road I, rage at you from inside my car. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes.
1: So I, I think I've definitely settled down as I've gotten younger, but I do have this very like vigilante, you know, I really am concerned about justice.
0: Yes. Eights are very justice minded. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And so for me, like as I've gotten older and especially through the Enneagram, Enneagram, realized that no one is no one is really actually my enemy like we may have conflict mm-hmm. but that doesn't make you my enemy it's just been very again the Enneagram has been such a, um, a vehicle for peaceful relationships in my life um, so now I just channel that eight energy at trying to solve the problems of the
0: world there you go I mean yeah. just getting on that Facebook getting on that Twitter and telling people how it is That's exactly right. I'll let you know. Let you know.
1: (laughs) I want to have a party with you, and at that party I'd like to have an argument with you. (laughs) Part of me wants to have a party with you. The eight part of me wants to be like, let's get down to business.
0: The nine in me wants to run away from every eight that I know. Who's a serious eight? Yeah, for sure. I mean, but that's the thing. The eights are really in touch with their anger and nines yeah. are very asleep to our anger and once we wake up to things that actually anger us it can be very like explosive
1: yeah so I don't see mm-hmm. you as a you are not a temperamental person at all but you do have convictions
0: well that's the I th- thing I I yeah. realized this about myself after kind of looking at all of these and not studying it. Don't get the wrong idea, guys. I'm not at home <laughs> studying this. But, you know, reading things. Um, that I will go along with things peacefully, you know, for a long time. And if it's working for me, great. And then, but if it's not working for me, there comes a, a point where I'm like, no. This is yes. not working anymore. Well,
1: didn't that happen to you this weekend with your car?
0: Oh, you were like, no. yes, okay. it did. And I, I don't want to get into all of the specifics, but um, I had to put a stop to someone working on my car because it just wasn't going anywhere. And yes. he was not fixing it. It was he's just kind of, you know, I'm like, are we on the clock here for me paying you for work that's not working? Yes. And yes. I really had to dig deep because my my desire to make peace with all people. Um, yeah. It, it was then in conflict with what was like feeling, the feeling of potentially being taken advantage of. Right. And so I had to just say, yeah, this is not going any further. Well, what, Thank you for your what time.
1: What about the way that you handled it is that you were really like, you were peaceful and we know that that's going to be the way that you handle most everything. Mm-hmm. So that's a given but then to have the you know to know this about yourself hey I'm inclined to just kind of try to gloss over this and not have conflict over it right like you know that about yourself now and so instead of doing that when you felt like hey this is going nowhere you tapped into that eight a little bit and you were like hey let's just be done here and you yeah. weren't you didn't throw down <laughs> you were you know, I mean I'd love to see that. At some point in my life, I'd love to see you get into a
0: brawl. <laughs> you know, but. I I tapped into my eight wing when my dog was attacked by another dog.
1: Oh, yes you did. Yeah, yeah. that
0: was you that was out. Oh, that was a very visceral emotional experience for me and I may have yelled at someone's house. I don't know if anyone was in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, because um, somebody that I love, my tiny baby Charlotte was in danger yeah. and I I just yeah, I really like let loose. So it's yeah. in there, but it is very harnessed.
1: And that's so good. That's how it should be.
0: Yeah. So well, it can be it's challenging. You know what? It's challenging to know ourselves and to understand mm-hmm. other people, I think. But it's so good. Yeah. Yes, you're right. So I was going to talk a little bit about how the Enneagram affects my relationships. And the biggest one for me right now would probably be my sister, the number Mm -hmm. two. And, you know, when she, when we kind of were discussing our types, um, it really, so we live long distance, my sister and I, we Marco Polo all the time and, um, Mm -hmm. But I would say she probably knows me outside of my husband probably the best. I mean, mm-hmm. hello, we grew yes. up together, so yes. um you shared a womb. We we shared a <laughs> womb at one point. Well, <laughs> not at the same time, but yeah. So um, when I, you know, hearing her talk about her fears and desires, though, in relationship to this system, I I was like, yeah, she needs this has helped me to know what she needs. So that validation that her feelings really matter that she's, you know, she's a very giving person. um, But I think twos can be overlooked a lot of times like, Oh, you know, she brought a, you know, a casserole and she baked a cake and she's making sure that everyone has water. And, you know, they're just constantly giving, giving, giving. And So to validate her feelings about, just different, whether it's big or minor, I think has really mm-hmm. brought us closer together. Yeah, I
1: and I love that because you guys are already sisters, mm-hmm. sisters are close. I knew you guys before you knew the Enneagram, yeah, um, and and yet the Enneagram brought you even closer,
0: yes, which I love, yeah, I and I love that. But there also has to be a willingness to be vulnerable and. Um, you could go through all of these and be like yeah that's probably me and just like forget about it and just not try Mm -hmm. to engage so i really challenge people who maybe don't want to kind of dig a little bit deeper because they're maybe afraid of what they might find um that that's okay it's okay to be afraid of it it is um i am
1: for one am a big proponent of being afraid all the time Uh, (laughs) all the time. <laughs> as afraid as you can be, be that. White knuckling um, it
0: through life. But
1: yeah, um, but you know the, the other thing about the Enneagram too that I, I want to point out is that if you have a history of turbulent friendships hmm. or turbulent relationships like, listen, here comes my eight wing, you might be the person at the the, the center of that. No, that's not that's not to blame anybody or shame anybody, mm-hmm. but it is to say, look, you know, that, that's no way to go through life. And yeah. the Enneagram is so helpful at helping us grow in self-awareness to access what we need out mm-hmm. of our friendships mm-hmm. and then to go out in pursuit of friendships that are fulfilling and to be a better friend. Right. Um, so in my own life, um, you were just sharing about your sister, my I'm going to call her my soulmate (laughs) a very very dear friend to me um she and I had a massive I mean major friendship tension um a couple years ago and and it was the result actually of not a direct conflict but of um me trying to help her through a crisis in a way that was not helpful to her Mm. I was Helping her in a way that I would have liked to have been helped, um, Ooh, that's not good. in the way, not in the way that she needed to be helped. And in fact, every time I tried to help, I made it worse. Mm. Um, my friend is a six. Um, the loyalist. She's very, yes, she's very, very loyal. And um, my help made her feel like I was challenging her loyalty to someone else. Um, and I, I realized now, you know, that's, what I should have done for a six is encourage her to trust her own intuition because sixes when they're at that disintegration point, they start to distrust themselves mm. and they appeal to authority. So they sixes love to have, you know, somebody who can tell them the right thing to do. But mm. if, if the right thing to do, in my opinion was, Hey, you got to cancel that relationship you're in. Um, you know, that's a big no, no for sixes. Cause their highest value yeah. is loyalty. Um, what I should have done is said, Hey, you know, you have the intuition, you have everything you need to make a good decision here. And I'm, I'm here for you a hundred percent. Um, but also I'm a seven and I hate pain. So when I saw my pain, I was like, you got to run, <laughs> run." <laughs> Exactly, you got to get out of this as fast as possible, which is not what a loyalist wants to do.
0: Oh right, right, and yeah. we didn't even mention that there are the the numbers are in triads, and they all are led by different parts of the body, like the head, the heart, and the gut. Yes, and I then I'm in the gut triad, and so sometimes I don't even know what that means. Though it's like right. I just get these queasy feelings and. I am like, OK, something is, this is. It just means
1: you have indigestion. Yeah, results. it probably means I've
0: eaten something not good. <laughs>
1: right. um, no, I think you have very good instincts, Julia.
0: Well, it it's part of learning. Yeah, I think part of this is figuring out that I can trust myself. And yes. that I don't have to, you know, other people are figuring out themselves and their life and I can be supportive of them without agreeing with them right and that's me I mean I am the most one of my friends said it the best she's like I I dislike she she posted a meme and it was like I dislike your boyfriend and think he's terrible for you but I love you and I support your life choices (laughs) (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh that's totally me because I'll just be like wow this is not good but I love you and I support you
1: (laughs) well you know what's funny about that Jules I saw a meme the other day that that I really loved and it said break up with your boyfriend buy that lipstick (laughs) 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 whatever I really like like no I I want to tell you what to do because I don't want you to be in pain and I don't want to be in pain watching you be in pain so let's just Let's get out of this together.
0: Oh, man. Um, So, yeah. uh, yeah. Running, running away. Um, well, I wanted to share I there's a new podcast that my sister recommended that I now love, and it's called The Next Right Thing with Emily P. Freeman. And she. okay, you guys, it's 15 minutes. Take 15 minutes. It's a little bit of a mindfulness podcast, and it's. It's basically about making decisions. It's also about making a life. If you struggle with decision fatigue chronic hesitation or just need a few minutes away from the constant stream of information and the sometimes delightful but also distracting hum of entertainment, then go listen to her podcast. Um, but mm-hmm. She just did one recently called Practiced, Practice Friendship. And I love this and I just wanted to read this to you. So why does our friendship matter? Because our friends show us what we can't see on our own. While we are the ever experts at highlighting our own weaknesses, shortcomings, and inabilities, our friends reflect back beauty. They remind us who we really are. They remind us we don't have to do this alone. They're the eyes outside our bodies. I'm learning to trust what they see. And just when that feels too risky and vulnerable, Remember, they don't know what their hair looks like from the from behind either. Oh, how desperately <laughs> we need each other and how often I forget. It's true. Friends may not always provide us the security we long for. Sometimes they simply offer us a safe place to feel insecure. Mm-hmm. And I love I just I I so both Melanie and I kind of had some difficult things going on over the weekend and I just like I was thinking about how I had decided to read this and I thought, isn't that the truth? It's just a safe yeah. place to let kind of all those insecurities hang out and just like, let it be just like, be okay with that.
1: Yeah. Yes. Wow. That was fantastic.
0: Why didn't we write that, Julie? <laughs> well, I don't know. This gal is pretty brilliant and. <laughs> I love it. I know she's amazing. So if you are looking for, kind of a 15 minute daily like turn off my brain and and really well not turn off your brain but turn it on to something mindful then she's a great one that's called the next right thing
1: the next right thing I'll definitely be listening to that um and then there's another podcast that you and I have both um dabbled in a little bit called the typology podcast you want to talk about that (laughs)
0: yeah the typology podcast is basically all things enneagram um this guy i don't even know his name it's terrible he, oh gosh he ian inter- morgan cron oh yeah yep ian morgan cron um he interviews different people with different types and then he interviews people in relationship with so he'll talk about like the nine in a relationship with a four or whatever And they talk about how they work together. So it's really interesting if you can figure out what you and your best friend are, you and your life partner are, you can kind of go through the different podcasts and listen to the ones that are relevant to your numbers.
1: Yeah. And speaking of, um, didn't we say we wanted to ask our listeners to find us on Instagram or Facebook? And um, well, we want them to do two things. The first thing is we love... For you to at us or I don't know ha- I don't know hashtag us or
0: <laughs> you know
1: what to do with social
0: media do all the things to reach us with your hashtags and your ats and yes. all that stuff send,
1: send me a carrier pigeon and we we want to hear um we just want to see a picture or hear a story about you and your friend and what your Enneagram numbers are and how that's impacted your friendship
0: oh that would be really fun um wouldn't that be neat yeah I really like that. Um, Okay. There also are free online Enneagram tests that you can find. You can go to the Enneagram Institute and read through in-depth descriptions of all the numbers so you can figure out which one you are. And then, you know, maybe get some friends together and you can all kind of read them together and figure it out together. I would do that. I would go to a wine game barbecue night, whatever, and yes, talk about all this stuff. Who, Which of my friends wants to organize that?
1: <laughs> yes. Right. I know. That would be so fun. Um, and to uh, explore, I mean, maybe you'll find something surprising about a friend of yours.
0: Yeah, I would love to do that. And then you had a book, The Road Back to You is a big That's one. That's exactly right.
1: Yeah, we will um, share this information on Facebook. So mm-hmm. if you want to know more, The Road Back to You is such a just easy read. It's fascinating. You could go through it in probably a day. And um, and yeah, it gives a great like overview of the origins of the Enneagram and how to apply it in
0: your life. Definitely. The history of it, not as interesting as actually figuring out your number, I think. Yeah, but I just skipped that after. Yeah, completely. exactly. <laughs> and then there is um an Instagram account <gasps> called yes. Enneagram and Coffee. And yes. she does really fun memes. For example, um this one was, I need someone who... And then for you melanie if you need someone who doesn't stomp on your ideas yes yeah oh uh, right you don't stomp on my ideas <laughs> i'm like your ideas today. are amazing let's do it and then i need someone who asks me really good questions and genuinely listens to the answers and that is true so i think
1: i do pretty do you think i do a good job of that
0: i do you ask great questions
1: Could I do a better job of that? You can be honest.
0: I, no, I don't think so. I think you're really good at it. Yeah. Thank
1: you. I feel a little insecure about, I want to be a better friend to a nine.
0: (laughs) You're a great friend to nine. Well, this nine, I don't speak for all nines. That's for sure.
1: If you're a nine and you're friends with me, please let me know if I'm a good friend to you.
0: Okay, so that's pretty much all the time we have for today. And so, our final thought make time for your friends, get to know their personality types, how you can better love them that's and, right. and understand next, them. Next up, we're going to talk about conflict, right, Jules? Yep, conflict next week. Yep. Ooh, it's going to get dicey. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. Thank you so much, dear listeners, and we hope that we will catch you on the gram or Facebook this week. That's great. Just come and That's great. come and interact with us.
1: So you have water aerobics soon, huh?
0: Yeah, what? What? <laughs> what? Water aerobics, hopefully tomorrow. Anyone want to come to the upcountry pool with me? Please join me. <laughs> it's super awesome. fun awesome okay. i'll be there in spirit i hope i wish you could be all right that's it thanks everyone Bye. dear bestie is sponsored by i teach hawaii providing quality teachers for hawaii's cakey i for more information see you next week friend